Bible cast. If you don't like it, you could kiss my ass. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Reprobate Travel Cast. That was really awesome. That was like, it was almost like I just did it one time. <laughs> just like it. Yeah, it was really cool. I have a friend with me today, Summer Stairrude. Hello. St- and she pronounces it Stairrude, like it's rude to stare. Like it's rude to stare. I gotcha. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's pretty damn sweet. Thanks. Um, now... We have you in the studio here. We're uh, in downtown Columbus at, on a very tall building. How long did that elevator take you to get it up here? It was a good 15 minutes just in the elevator. I know, isn't that crazy? And then I had to take stairs off more. Yeah, you, well, you get off the elevator, mm-hmm. and then you have to take stairs up to it's, our floor. It's yeah, crazy. It's insane. Well, the guy that built this building has a weird like superstition deal, <laughs> and he didn't want the elevator to go all the way to the top for some reason. Right. But there is a 13th floor. There is. What? Right. It, it's just really weird. So crazy. It's funny you picked up on that. Yeah. So you were looking at the buttons in the elevator. I was. I didn't get off. Did security let you in okay? Yep. Okay, the cool. The view's amazing. Oh, thanks. It's a beautiful view. You could almost see Frank Road from here. You could almost <laughs> smell Frank Road. <laughs> we're broadcasting from Columbus, Ohio today. Today's episode is about a place called Ecuador. Yeah. I am fucking psyched because uh, Bob Cook told me, you used to live in Ecuador. So what I did was mm-hmm. I looked up everything I could about Ecuador. And now I'm ready to pack my bags and go to Ecuador. Are you really? I'm fucking for it's real. It's awesome. It's the equator. Zero That's why, is that why they call it Ecuador? Because it's near the equator. Exactly. The equator. We should just call this the equator. <laughs> the equator. <laughs> yes, Spanish Spanish for really fucking hot. Yeah. It's really not that hot in Quito, though. No, I hear, I hear it's like actually like springtime weather all around. There's only yeah. two seasons, mm-hmm. um, uh, rainy and dry, right? Yep, yeah. Now, how long were you there? I was there almost three years. Three years? Yep. That's crazy. It was crazy. I didn't want to come back. I think yeah, I, I mean, it's... Um, there's just so much to it. I, I don't even know where to get into this. I wrote a list of questions, but... Uh, okay. All right, let's start with here. The currency is the U.S. dollar. Is that right? Yep. So you didn't have to change money or anything. No, oh, wow. No money change, no time change. You're like dollar, dollar bill, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Did you make it rain up in that motherfucker? I did. It felt like I was rich because everything was cheap, but then I got paid <laughs> the first time there. And you and didn't make shit. Right. So what were you doing down there? Teaching. What were you teaching English taught, to uh, kids? Or yeah. Something? I taught, at first I taught English to little kids. Because I lived in the family's house who owned... Uh, you can own a school there. Anybody can own a school. Yeah, that's weird. what I hear. Yeah, same thing in um, Southeast Asia. The same kind of deal, I think. Yeah. So, I lived with them. It was supposed to be like three months and a summertime. And you day. just loved it. I loved it. So, I stayed there. And then I started teaching. I found a job at a college. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool, it, you know. Yeah. So. Now, did you hit Galapagos Islands? You didn't. It's so expensive for if. if That's what I hear. Yeah, if you're from America, the United States, they will charge you more. Why didn't you they, say I'm from Shitopia uh, <laughs> or something? I'm from Shitopia. Yeah. They charge you more than Ecuadorians. Oh, and you can't like just learn the language because there's 12 different cultures there. It's mostly Spanish, though. It I'm is. Quito, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. It's crazy. 
And they all speak the same dialect of, of Spanish then? Or is there, because I knew in Cambodia, Thailand, there's a few different languages in that area, and they're not anything. Yeah, they all speak the same Spanish. Um, but then they have, like, the native people, they have different dialects, uh-huh. like, in the, in the jungle and, and everything. It's completely different. Yeah, the, the, the tribe people. Yeah. Now, how far is that from, like, the Darien Gap? Am I an idiot for thinking it should be... I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm the idiot. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I am. That's what everybody tells me anyway. So, uh, what, what was, I had a question. Um, look how professional I am. What, uh, what was I? Worst, worst guy, radio guy in the world. Um, okay, here's what I know. They got beaches, surfing, forests and jungles, yeah. diving, national parks, the Andes Mountains, whale watching. Yeah. Diving. I bungee jumped once there. Yeah, see, I would... <clears throat> I'm not into that so much. You though. shouldn't be. It cost me $5 to bungee jump. Well, for $5, it, I might. <laughs> <laughs> it should cost more than that. The overhead for bungee jumping should be more than you, Yeah, it, it would feel unsafe if I... I would feel like I'd have to pay 100 or it might yeah, break. It, was, it wasn't even a bungee cord. I look, there's video, and I look. it looks like footage from Faces of Death. Like, I just look like a rag doll. Oh, jeez. I had whiplash for it. A long time. Would you ever bungee again? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. No. That's probably where I'm at, and mm-hmm. this part, point in my life. <laughs> Tell us about uh, the food. The food. <clears throat> the food is awesome. Um, the one thing is there, uh, like a delicacy there is guinea pig. Oh, guinea pig. Yep. My buddy was telling me about this on the show the other day that um, it's like really supposed to be to, to them a big deal and an honor to serve you a guinea pig yeah but you're an american sitting down going i don't want to eat no guinea pig and in some places they have you pick out your guinea pig it's like lobster it's what if it's a cute little guinea pig they're all cute yeah it was crazy everyone tried to did you eat. kill it I, did I you eat it kill it but i ate it several oh. times because if, if you don't you ate a bunch of they, them yeah if they if you don't eat what they give you they don't feed you anymore. <laughs> People don't like it. It's rude. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if I walk into a restaurant, I can say, listen, I don't want guinea pig. Or will they be like, fuck this guy. I'm not you gonna... can you can you order. There are restaurants that you order. But if you're like with a family or something. Exactly. Mm. Kind of got to do what they do. Do as the Romans do. How was the guinea pig? I'm going to say the thing that everybody says. It was good, huh? Tastes like chicken. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was okay. It depends on how it's cooked. But you can tell it's kind of like a rodent. Well, I, when I was a, a kid, my sister was dating the guy. <laughs> and he had a, a, a boa constrictor. And I remember when it was a little tiny snake. And then the years went by, and it, the snake got bigger and bigger and bigger. Eventually... It was one of those deals that you see, like, on Animal Planet where the guy, you know, his dog is killed by the thing or something. But yeah. it got huge, right? Yeah. Huge. I'm talking, like, 12, 15-foot snake just hanging out in this house. It's cool. Jeez. So uh, they bought a guinea pig to feed it. Okay. I thought you were going to say you killed it. So, no, so here's what happens. The, um, the guinea pig, I, I felt bad. And I didn't, because it was a cute guinea pig, and I saw it, and I was like, I don't want to, I might rescue the, this guinea pig, right? And uh, I tried to pick it up and pet it, 
and it bit the shit out of me. So I threw that motherfucker to the snake. So I think if they gave me one of those guinea pigs to eat, I'd say bon appetit, motherfuckers. Let's let's dine down. Let's do it. Tastes like chicken. I I love chicken. I might go to a pet store and get a guinea pig tonight and cook it. How do you like that? Uh, it's See, if you do that in America, you are a mental patient. Crazy, yeah, it's totally nuts. But over there, yeah, I know. I don't know. It's insane. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from either. I don't know why that particular. I don't think they like it. Oh, they, you like think that family. they? It's like they they fuck with the gringos kind of deal. I think because uh, <laughs> the host family I live with had um, this woman who cooked for them. It was like their maid kind of. But she was un- she was from the country, mm-hmm. and her family thought it would be great to give them like five guinea pig. And my host family, who's Ecuadorian, they were like, "I don't, we don't want to eat this either." Like, yeah, we have to eat it. Yeah, yeah. It, it would you have to have a red flag when you're like when they're like, "Here, eat this guinea pig." <laughs> right. You're not eating it? No, <laughs> no. We got chicken over here. You enjoy that guinea right. pig, gringo. That'll be $400. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you might have been had. I think I was. But see if she'll sure. eat... How many times will she eat guinea pig? <laughs> oh, my God, she's See if it. she'll eat a gerbil, man. <laughs> Why is my Ecuadorian Mexican? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, way. <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused. Oh, that's funny. Okay, what else do we got here? <clears throat> um, how... I hear it's super cheap. How much was a room per night? Or did you even do that deal? It sounds like you stayed with friends. I <laughs> I stayed with my fam- the host family for like three months, but then I got my own place. Oh, yeah? So an apartment, like my I got a one-bedroom apartment, and mm-hmm. it was about, what was it, like 275 and it had internet. 275 a month. Included everything. Like electric- 275, 275 American a month. Yep. And, but I made like, you know, maybe $800 a month, did- maybe. And then I was rich. Nobody spoke English at all, though. No, hardly. I mean, they they knew some English, you know. They knew some English. What about the safety aspect? Did you feel safe? Was is there a crime uh, to worry about in the cities or? I <laughs> there's it's pretty. Did you bring your rape whistle? That's my question. <laughs> I didn't bring. Mine. I carry my rape whistle yeah. everywhere I go, Summer. <laughs> I do, because I, I won't. I don't go for that girlfriend. It wasn't in my travel guide. Though. Okay. I, it's dangerous. They're prisoners. It is dangerous. Yeah, I got mugged once in the broad daylight on Sunday. In broad and daylight on Sunday? Yeah. Aren't criminals supposed to take Sunday off of the Lord? They're Catholic down there. That's bull- You really got really? fucked up. Feed <laughs> me guinea pig? Robbing me? Yeah, I give you a guinea uh, pig and fucking hit you in the head and mug you. And, <laughs> and the dude was like, I was walking and the dude was like, tranquila, amor. Which is like, be calm, my love. And, of course, I wasn't. I freaked out. I thought everything went out the window that I learned. Like, I thought I would just, like, give... Because he just wanted my phone. Yeah. That's all I had. But I started fighting him and kicking him. And and that's and, not recommended? No. And he was just holding... It, like, I didn't even matter. You know? I was like a... Yeah. A oh, okay. Kid sister. And then he's like, tranquila, amiga. And I was like, are you breaking up with me? Because <laughs> you just went from a mortal amiga. <laughs> <laughs> No, and so I just gave him my phone and, yeah, fell down. Motherfucker. 
Yeah, he broke up with me and he fucking stole my cell phone. That sucks. You can't even it's, booty call somebody yeah. else now because you don't <laughs> right. have a phone. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's a little dangerous after after dark. People don't usually go out alone. Uh, what, what do people... Okay, I know there's a lot of diversity there um, as far as cultures go. You've yeah. got you've got the jungle uh, with all kinds of crazy plants, yeah. strange insects. Um, I know when I was in <clears throat> Thailand, Cambodia, places like that... Um, How long were you there? How long were you not, I wasn't there too long. I'm, I, I plan on going back that direction-ish <clears throat> at some point, but... Mm-hmm. Um, there was roaches as big as my head. Yeah. You ran into stuff like that? Yeah. It was crazy. The first time, I was only there for about like two weeks. Uh-huh. And my first time, because I lived in Quito, which was the city, which they had malls and things like that. But the first time out on a side trip was basically the Amazon. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I went with my host sister who... Was Your going, host sister? Yeah. Your host family. sister. Yeah. She's not a host sister. I was like, what? She's my host sister. Yo. (laughs) And she was going to see her mother-in-law, and um, her mother-in-law lived there. Uh And they lived in this little village in shacks. And it was crazy because there was, like, no electricity, nothing. Like, like we killed fish to eat that night. Wow. But then they, like, took me around the village, like, all the the shacks, the sort of neighbors of the village just kind of like show like me a off. shanty town yeah. almost yeah and they were like showing up the the gringa right kind of. it was so weird because there's no electricity and they're very like you know simple life shacks but they all had crazy electronics like what like like big screen tvs <laughs> this one family had like three big screen tvs oh. there was a cell phone on the wall it was it was, not. It couldn't work because there's no. They would shit outside, but they had all of this. It that was is wild. Super weird. So you don't have a toilet, but you got a Game Boy. Yeah, but you can't even use it. You just stare at your Game Boy. You're like, I'm just gonna hang out with my Game Boy. It's just or, a status symbol. It's a stat- at that point. Exactly. <laughs> the woman kept offering me like mini bananas, and after like the six, because I know you're not supposed to deny food, but like I had six mini bananas. I was like, all right, I'm good. Good on the bananas. <laughs> It was weird. It was a weird experience. I have to go to this place. Yeah. Hey, you want to watch some TV? You, I mean, you want to stare at the TV? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the weed down there is probably so good, they think something's on. They think yeah, they're watching right. a show. This is good shit. It's good weed. Good weed down there? Good weed. Real good weed. Good drugs. They're all pretty clean. Yeah. Yeah? Not that I took any. Me neither. I would never I do anything like do that. that. I avoid she, it. She's young minds. I uh, am not into that sort of thing. <laughs> Transportation. Oh man, the buses. Now you were you were not only you were in the city part of the time, and you were out in the country both. So you got to see two different yeah. aspects of the <clears throat> transportation in Ecuador. Tell us about it. <clears throat> well, the buses. I mean, they they have like an echo via which is like an above-ground subway. Uh-huh. And that's cool. Everybody rides... It's weird, because everybody rides that. Like, you'll see people in native, like, you know... And native headgear and, yeah, and uh, what do you Some call fruit. that? Yeah, native clothes. Yeah. And then you'd see, like... On the on the subway. Yeah. And like an Aztec-looking dude. Yeah. 
totally. Exact. And the subways go all over, and well, there's just kind of one that goes through Quito, <clears throat> but um, but their buses are crazy. Like, well, now how are their buses crazy? They're, I mean, you you can buy it's like a pharmacy on wheels. Like you can buy everything. Yeah. Um, you can buy like you can buy like soda, food, bootleg DVDs, insurance. Like you can you can. You can't buy insurance. I was going to say, wow. <laughs> no. I almost bought it, you, though. I was like, oh, I could get some travel insurance just once I get there. Right. They sell everything. And then they have, like, um, they have like reggaeton music. Do you know? Reggaeton music is wildly offensive. It's, like, dance music, salsa dance music. Uh-huh. But it is, like, two live crew, you know, kind of lyrics. Oh, wow. But it'll be playing on the bus at, like, 7 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> and they're, like, businessmen, like, and this music is, like, thumping. That just must be some cultural thing. It's super weird. Yeah. And and the, the music never turns off on the bus? Never. It's it's crazy. They're, like... That would drive me out of my mind. Yeah. it's And it's super packed, like, and they have, um, like, the, my first experience on a bus, I get on, and uh, it's, like... Velvet, I'm not kidding, like little knickknacks, like Virgin Marys and like Jesus paintings and things. And so, I don't know, it was just crazy. It was, it was cheap though. It's cheap, it's like a quarter, 50 cents or something. Excellent. Mm-hmm. The pictures of Ecuador, to me, it's almost like, um, if you ever, if you ever read the Bible, like it's almost like picturing the Garden of Eden to me. It like, you know, and and it's um, ecologically uh, like Galapagos Island, for example. Like all those animals yeah. Yeah. are like fearless. Right. Just come right up to you. What's up, man? Right. You, you got a quarter? Like shit, like that. <laughs> Nobody, no animal ever. No, tried to bump the change off you, man. I'm trying to take the bus. Look at some Virgin Mary knickknacks. Because Quito's really polluted, but like the out, you know, the the cities are polluted. Yeah, because it's in this whole like it's next to an active volcano. It's like an incredible. Wow, so it's next to a volcano. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, if it had erupted, I would be dead. Whoa. Yeah, because it would just flow into Quito. That's what would happen. Why, you know, when the explorers first got there. Who was like, hey man, let's build the city right here? Wouldn't you think somebody would go, no, dude? I don't know if next to the volcanoes, the spot. How about over by the beach? You know, something like that might be cool. They're like, no, the city. Yeah, I want basically a tunnel directly <laughs> towards civilization. The capital city. Yep. It'll draw attention. I don't know. Publicity. How? When's the last time that the publicity stunt? <laughs> Everyone will be talking about us, man. Uh, <laughs> Still doing the next. I don't know. I tell me, you do an Ecuadorian accent. I want to hear it. I don't know what an Ecuadorian. Come on, I want to hear what they talk like. I, they, I would have. It's, they speak in Spanish. Oh man. Uh, where the hell was I? <laughs> I don't know. The nightlife. The nightlife. Uh, do you like the nightlife? Do you like the boogie? Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> Me too. Um, I'm known to get down with my bad self one time you? for my homies. Can I yeah. see some moves? Uh, uh, not, not, it's a pocket. No, they can't okay. see me. Well, 
I'll, 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 I'll bust a move later. Yeah, the nightlife's fun. It's fun, but it's kind of annoying. Um, like, what do you mean? There is, like, no... I mean, salsa music and that kind of thing, that that's really popular. And, like, disco... And not disco, I'm sorry. Like, electronic music. That's yeah, really popular, like techno kind get, of shit. Yeah, to get some live, like, rock, there was this club called Flashback. Uh-huh. It was the closest I could get to, like, American music. Mm-hmm. They would play... Um, they would play old... American songs, like covers. See, if I was over there, I don't think I'd want to see American music. Every once in a while. Yeah, I guess after a once in a while, you just... I remember, like, there were times in Asia, I'd be flipping around the TV and just be like, man, I can I see something? Right. Western? I'm going crazy, yeah, you know? Yeah. But the salsa, that's great. And, but you get there, everyone just buys bottles. Like, if you get go to a club or they just whatever, bu- they'll buy a bottle of booze. And then your whole table... They're like, like P. Diddy. Yeah. Yep. The baller. Right. Man. I don't know if it's because it's cheap or what. It's really rare that anyone orders just on a drink. And you got to leave with everybody in your group. It's kind of annoying. Because uh, it's too dangerous to... No, they won't let... Like, you go in as a group, and if not everyone's there, you can't pay the tab. Like, you need a card to cash out. It's really... It was really annoying to me because I couldn't just... Oh, that would drive me crazy because yeah. sometimes I want to like split to... away from everybody and right. you can't do that there. No, I could never just skip out. Why can't you just go, hey, i got to use the John, and then whoop, you're gone. Leave a couple bucks to your buddy. There's per- there's a person at the door. Motherfucking yeah. Ecuadorians. do anything. I felt trapped a little sometimes. Sometimes a girl just wants to go. Being near the equator, the, yeah. the heat must have just fucked those people up to make them think of shit like that. People should be able to come and go as they want. Exactly. I thought this was a free country. Absolutely. Wait, that's, I'm Maybe. talking about Ecuador's a different yeah. country. <laughs> I'm getting angry at nothing. Thought this was America. Oh, oh. It's not America. Thought China was a free country. <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking of somewhere else. <laughs> hey, we'll be right back. Uh, I need to. Um, I need to drop a deuce. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, don't forget to add me on Twitter. You can follow me at Reprobate2012. That's Reprobate2012 on Twitter. Follow me, and I'll follow you, and we can follow each other. Do you have a Twitter? I Summer. Do. I'm here with Summer Stairroot, everybody. <clears throat> she used to live in Ecuador because she's crazy insane with poop in her pants. <laughs> you really are. I have poop in my pants. I, there, actually. Really? Yeah. You shit yourself in Ecuador? Yeah. <laughs> Look, um, can we talk about it? Or yeah, let me, let me just get one more... Um, uh, plug in and then let's talk about you shitting your pants that's a pretty good idea for a story that's the kind of thing the listeners want to hear I know I think enjoy your meals everybody who's <laughs> listening to this while they're eating uh, we have a guess what we have what a damn reprobate travel cast Facebook fan page I know I liked it I like it too I really like it you should like it yourself listeners <laughs> get on there and like us and I will, uh, I will come to your house, give you a happy ending. <laughs> Who wouldn't want that, huh? Right. You know, gays. <laughs> or wait, no, maybe they would. <laughs> <laughs> so you shit your pants. <laughs> Let's get to that. <laughs> Do you- yeah, I crap my pants. And you seem to not be ashamed of this. No, fact. because people probably it's do it all the time now. Uh-huh. It's not my fault. Um. 
Do you know, isn't there sort of like a sound, there's like a, a sound that uh, causes you, they call it the brown noise or the brown it sound. It makes you shit yourself? Yeah, there's like that pitch. Um, they used to use it in China in, uh, as a like torture tactic. It disrupts the colon. And it just makes you shit. I think flamenco is that sound for me. Because Every time you listen to flamenco, you shit yourself. I went to a flamenco uh, performance in, in Ecuador, which flamenco is Spanish, but they had this thing for their Independence Day they, they watch, which is weird because their independence is from Spain, but they do, they have bullfighting, which is Spanish. Yeah. And it's, and they have flamenco. So they but, kept some of the shit from Spain and then said, fuck the rest of it. Right. I don't know. Uh. But I went to uh, a performance, and we had, like, it was in the nicest theater ever. And, but we had these, like, cr- it was expensive, and nothing's expensive in there. Uh-huh. This was expensive. So we had, like, we had really crappy seats, because we got the least expensive seats. And they were up in the balcony, and really, like, we were cornered. And the music started, and it started to get warm. And I was like, man, maybe this, this Blanco is intense. And then I felt like... I simultaneously wanted to throw up and wow. shit my pants. <laughs> you wanted to shit and so puke I at got, the same time. Yeah, I got, it was food poisoning. It was food poisoning. <laughs> That's fucking horrible. Yeah. Oh and my I god. I passed out, but it was early on in the performance. Like I passed out. You passed out like, with shit in your pants. <laughs> oh my god. It's the worst story I ever heard on this podcast. It. You might need to edit this out. No, I want to keep uh, it all. No, I don't. I didn't yet. Oh, okay. You I, just passed out at this point. You I, had not because I could be containing myself so much. I think that's why I passed out. Oh, you were holding it in. Yeah. Oh my everything. god. I, you think it was the music? Me. Really? No, oh, food, food poisoning, poisoning. I was going to say. But I thought it was. I don't know. The, mu- the music was so intense mm-hmm. that. So I passed out, but they couldn't get. It was hard to get me out of there because it was in. Because you had to wait for 30 of your friends? (laughs) (laughs) You can't leave. She's dying. Sorry. We paid 50 bucks for this (laughs) ticket, and it's only 10 minutes in. And they did. They they stood there and watched the damn performance, and then the, like, the the dancers... While you're passed out, they're like, oh, this is all... Hey, she'll be all right. like, coming to and... Uh, Man up, honey. Shake it off. Rub some dirt on (laughs) it. It's flamenco. (laughs) Nobody messes with our flamenco. Yeah, I don't know. So they, finally the dancers, uh, the, the medics for the dancers came up, but after the show. All the people there thought I was some drunk gringa. Yeah, they thought they maybe you were fucked up. Yeah. yeah, couldn't so. couldn't hold your ecstasy or something. I'm my pants story. So, uh, what, God, my, my brain is so not working today. I, I have some news stories. It's time for the news, everybody. Travel news. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Literally. I, I really am. Um, let me see. I guess air traffic is, uh, the number of air passengers increased big time in 2011. Hmm. Now, I think that's cool because that means hopefully a sign of a good economy. People are traveling around again. I mean, uh, are you planning any travels this year, summer stay route? I don't know. Uh, just not out of the country. But, yeah, no. Maybe to Boston. My mom's from there. Yeah, I love yeah. Boston. Yeah. How often do you get there? Like two times a year, probably. Will you fly? Yeah, I fly. Some, I drove once. How long does that drive take you? 13 yeah. hours. I yeah. went alone, too. That's a, that's a motherfucker. I, I can't read a map. 
Um, here's another story. A man arrested at Sacramento Airport with four loaded guns. Harold Waller, 45, held without bail after firearms. Oh, I forgot I had them in my bag. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you he says that. All right. A Montana man was arrested after he tried to bring... I'm just reading this directly from the article. A Montana man was arrested after he tried to bring four loaded guns through a security checkpoint at a Sacramento, California airport and is being held without bail. The suspect, Harold Waller, 45 years old, was arrested on Thursday um, at a checkpoint. They found a firearm inside a carry-on bag. That's the first one they found. Then they found a loaded one um, in his other carry-on bags. So, Oh, in his carry-on bags. Okay, so the sheriff's deputy searched his car, and they found... Eight more firearms. Who is this guy? Jeez. Fucking Rambo? Yeah. That's crazy. The statement did not specify what types of weapons. BB guns. <laughs> Waller faces charges including unlawful possession of loaded firearm, unlawful possession of concealed firearm, possession of an author, unauthorized weapon in public, building in possession of a firearm. Holy shit. With a, with a sterile area of an airport and being a fucking dumbass. <laughs> At the airport checking <laughs> line. Well, it's not even concealed. It's not even considered concealed when you're that open about it, I think. Yeah, he's hardly concealing. No. That's a... Okay, I don't know why... I mean, how stupid are you? What was he... Was he trying to pull something or... I mean, I don't understand why you would think you would need... Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Did he think they wouldn't find them? Mm-mm. Did he forget he had them? He, I mean, <laughs> took the wrong bag. Yeah, maybe he's just a, a, a lunatic, you know. Yeah. Um, vacation um, destination uh, that people like lately. A vacation destination that people seem to be going to lately is very strangely enough Vietnam. Yeah, I hear. Anthony Bourdain loves I, I hear a lot of good things. Yeah. The food, I hear, is awesome. I hear it's not expensive. I hear there's good surfing. I hear the food's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I, I would... Would you ever be interested in going to a place I like thought, that? Yeah, I thought about it. You seem like a traveling kind of person. You seem yeah. like very, like... I don't know what the word is. Free-spirited. Yeah. Kindred. Awesome. <laughs> you know, pretty much. I almost before I went to South America, I was I thought about going to Vietnam. My yeah, dad, yeah, and my dad was a vet, Vietnam vet. So oh I've wow, been interested in yeah, my uncle died in Vietnam, so I don't know if my if like it's probably a good place for me to go or not. That might be bad karma. I don't know. Yeah, get over there and get drunk and be like, "You killed my <laughs> uncle, <Right>. motherfuckers!" <laughs> oh, we got a couple callers. Hang on. Yeah, you're on uh, the Reprobate Travelcast. Uh, yes, hello. Hello. Summer, I was just wondering uh, if, you, if you wanted to bang it out. Sir, uh, <laughs> that was pretty uncalled for. I'm going to uh, cut him off. Don't don't let that guy call in. Record his number, please. Bang it out, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard that. He said, did you want to bang it out? Bang it out. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see if we have another caller. Uh, hello. Summer Steru, you come to Vietnam, I give you happy ending. (laughs) 
Cut him off, please. Hang up on that guy. I'm sorry. I didn't get his number. I'm really sorry. You want me to get... I'll tell my call screener. She's writing the number down for you. Yeah, we have weird callers. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Sorry about that. Uh, more news. The bank... Here's, here's a t- uh, headline for you. Bangkok Airport needs to get its shit together. Only it says act instead of shit because it's CNN Go. Which I love CNN Go, by the way. They have a lot of cool travel-related news stories. Yeah. And MSNBC, I think, is another MSN News or something. It's another one I go to. But have you? I've been through the Bangkok airport. I think th- I read this article, and it talks about how the Bangkok airport has like long delays and lines, and it's frustrating, and uh, they really don't have it together. I think it's just the time of year. I think there's some kind of like festivals this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's just naturally going to happen at any airport because when I flew through Bangkok both times, it was awesome. I mean, there was one time I didn't have a ticket, and I walk in, <clears throat> and this dude comes up. These two dudes in suits come up to me, yeah. and, uh, like, Asian dudes in Bangkok, imagine. <laughs> and they go, uh, you know, do you need a ticket? And I was like, yeah. Like they're scalping? <laughs> Almost like what? airline ticket scalpers. Wow. I bought my ticket. One of those guys took me to a desk, helped me out. I gave him a small percentage fee for helping me, and uh, mm-hmm. I got home. You got home. Damn right. And it wasn't a scam. It wasn't like a. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, yeah, now that I think of it, maybe that was a dumbass move on my mm-hmm. part. Just some bum come up to me. You want an airplane ticket, man? Tickets. But, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem. How was the uh, airport in, in uh, Ecuador? It's No, it seemed pretty good. Um, it I didn't have to wait that long. But it's weird because when you leave the country, mm-hmm. and this is probably for a lot of, I don't know, there's like a giant tax, there's money you have to pay them to leave, and no one tells you. So Wait, like, explain that to me again. <laughs> like I have a- to, you have to pay like 40 bucks to get out of the country to get back. This is tax. I don't even and know. They, I, should have, I should have asked more questions. <laughs> but I was like, okay. But I actually didn't have the, the money. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, and then, uh, like, someone was like, I'll, I'll spot you. I'm like, oh, no, when I get to where we're going, we're going to Miami. Mm. So, they make you pay. 40 bucks to leave. Yeah, it might be more. Did you have, you didn't have to do that in any other country? I don't think so. They pretty much wanted me to leave. <laughs> We'll pay you. Yeah, they're like, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> bum. Uh, it's so weird to me that they were kind of scalping you. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's a service of the airport or what, but they uh, took care of me, and I had no complaints. I mean, I got a pretty cheap ticket, too. Uh, the safe list travelers get fast-tracked through airport security. About time for this shit. Do we need to pat down Grandma and an 8-year-old at the TSA for two hours? I don't think so. Do you, Summer Staru? I don't think you do. Let me think for you. She says that she hates it. Things are going to start happening now. What do you mean? Things are going to get grandmas. Are Grandma start- terrorists? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That would be fucking horrible. Grandma Al-Qaeda. It happened. Listen, here's, the, here's all the TSA needs to know. The guy's name. <laughs> if the guy's name is Jimmy Smith... Probably let them through. If it's uh, Mavis, Grandma, <laughs> Esther, Harriet, Harriet Tubman, uh, you could probably yes. let her through without. If she's a thousand years old, uh, I wouldn't. 
you take a look at her. Someone's like going to use that grandma. I don't think so. I don't know. Old people wouldn't go for that. My grandma's. My grandma, she was she was stealth-like. Yeah? Yeah. She was tricky. Mm-hmm. If your name was like Muhammad Akbar, boom, I think then maybe you would check that guy. Maybe a guy, um, I don't know. I'm crazy like that, though. I don't even know if it's, uh, I, you know, I think Muslims get a bad rap with the uh, terrorism thing. I really do. I, I don't, I, hear, I, I think that uh, there's some other stuff going on. This is about all I'll say about that. Uh, Fromers has a new story here. Um, I guess Waikiki Beach was having some erosion problems. And you know what they're doing? Eating spam? No. Why would they do that? Would that help? Isn't it? Isn't that where... Oh, yeah, that's right. They do. They eat a lot of spam in Hawaii. Why do they do that? They love it. Lots of spam. Have you ever had spam? Yes. I'm proud to say never eaten it. Really? You made it. It's good. Is it? Mm-hmm. Are you just saying that? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so they're repairing the beach. They're The erosion, they're repairing it. Oh. I've been to Waikiki Beach once, and it's just, like, so beautiful. Yeah. You look at the water, and it looks like a color that you never saw. It's like you're dreaming or something. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So I'm glad they're fixing it. What what caused the erosion? Um, said a fat guy jogging. I don't know. I closed <laughs> the, I closed the, the store. Shit. I lost it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, time. <laughs> Let me give you my bullshit scientific answer. Uh, I think it was pollution caused <laughs> to uh, the uh, spam. Oh, spam in automobiles. <laughs> spam flatulation. Fucked up the beach. Spam farts were eroding the beach. When is the best time to purchase airline tickets? Um, According to this article, let's just read it, and uh, you can commentate as we go, Summer. While the Internet has democratized the process of booking travel, it certainly hasn't made it less complicated. Waiting to pounce on good travel deal is a little like... A high-stakes game of poker. Within days or even hours, prices can plummet or skyrocket. The good news is that any savvy traveler armed with a little know-how can further turn the volatile cycles of travel deals to their advantage. All right, here's here's when you're supposed to buy them, according to this article. Um, The airports, it says, constantly monitor and manage the, the price changes based on capacity and seat availability. So the less inventory there is available, the more it's going to cost you. Son of a bitch. No wonder that cheap flight was in from Japan. It was like $4 to fly to America from Thailand. Ta- there was nobody on the plane. <laughs> it was like me and the pilot. He was like, you want to you try it? You want to fly? I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. This makes sense. So I guess you want to book far enough ahead that there's plenty of seats would be my first advice. Yeah, booking all in advance, it says. Up to one to three months. When did you get... It sounds like you didn't get your ticket that far ahead. No. I, well, I found somebody... The family bought my ticket. Like, they over there. But going... Were you a mail-order bride also? <laughs> That's really what it... Really? That was the deal. And you came back, yeah, though. Yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah. two weeks in advance. You know. 
Did, yeah. Is this really... Everyone says that, though. Book well in advance. That's not really... It's, but, I mean, it, there's so much... Adve- like, the adventure, the fun and adventure of traveling is almost doing it, like... Spontaneous. Spontaneously, yeah. yeah. Like, that's part of the way. fun. Yeah. You know, and I... Is that how you usually do it? Yeah, no, not lately, but I, I used to be like that. I Now, lately, i got to plan shit, and then... Because if I book weeks ahead, what if... I get a call and I book a bunch of stand-up gigs. I can't. Right. Uh, then I, I can't uh, do it, and I just paid for the ticket. Yeah. They say twenty-one days before each flight is the magic moment where an airline assesses their capacity. So you want twenty-one days before you leave. That day, you want to look at tickets. Magic moment. Yeah. I had a magic moment in the shower earlier. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. That's good. I don't think I want to talk about it no. on the show today. Hmm. Being flexible as to where you're going can pay big rewards. Well, who's flexible on where they're going? <laughs> right. Well, we could either vacation in Hawaii <laughs> or Kentucky. Oh. Whichever's hmm. cheapest. <laughs> Kentucky it is. <laughs> this article's bullshit. <laughs> The ultimate departure windows for last-minute deals is between September and December months that are historically historically slow for travel. The weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas are the best, since fewer people travel between holidays. And those serious about last-minute deals should keep an especially... Serious about last-minute Keep an especially keep an eye out on Tuesday when airlines routinely release fresh off-the-press sale fares. Tuesdays are a big thing? 3 p.m. on Tuesday is when you want to buy your ticket, according to this article, if you want to save money. If you're serious about big deals. I am serious about big deals. Uh, There is an article I just read. Summer, thanks for coming by. You're awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, We are going to be recording another one of these next week. You should do it again. Yeah. Me and Boob Cock. Awesome. I love Jeff. Love to do this with Boob. Yeah, Bob Cook, he's the man. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's a big fat guy. <laughs> you gotta love that. You gotta love big fat dude. I love him. He's my fave. Yeah. One of my faves. Would you bang it out with him? Oh, maybe not. If I was gay, I'd fuck Bob Cook. Just because he's dude. funny. Yeah. Is that gay for me to say if I was gay, I'd fuck Bob Cook? No. I don't think so either. Who was? I wrote a song about it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it goes like this. And it's an Ecuadorian song. (laughs) Really? Flamenco. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? I might feel my fans if you play flamenco. Oh, yeah, sorry. I I, I don't want you to shoot yourself. In Ecuador, Ecuador, we eat lots of corn on the cob. Ecuador, Ecuador, I can't afford to go there, so I'll fuck. Fuck Bob Cook. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah. 
you have a verse you want to sing? Go ahead. <laughs> Ecuador. That was beautiful. That was awesome. And you sang. I did. God bless it. God bless You're it. wonderful. You know why? Because I've had people on the show and they're like, I don't, I don't want yeah. to sing. And you're like, fuck it, I'll sing. I'll fucking do it. You're more Not of a man right. than they were and they had cops. I am right. Fucking summer, stay rude. I am. Wow, 45 minutes flew by. Wow. Yeah, that was really right. awesome. Thank you so much for coming by. Thanks. Now, are you doing, you're doing some stand-up gigs? Yeah. Uh, Shadow Box. Shadow Box Theater. April 17th. April 17th, Columbus, Ohio, Shadow Box Theater. You can see Summer Stairroot and ask her in person if she wants to bang it out. Okay. Yeah. Right? I will um, await that question. Yeah. So if somebody comes up to you at that show and says that, you'll know bang what happened. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, uh, and tell us about your day job, your teaching job. Uh, I teach. At a university, uh-huh. a small university. I teach creative writing. Awesome. And I also teach ESL. Uh, What's writing. that? It's English as a Second Language okay. writing class um, because of my experience in Ecuador. And I teach freshman comp, too. Mm-hmm. I teach that class everybody didn't want to take in college. There, you're, uh, you're an interesting person. You have a lot of... Uh, you're well-traveled. You're... Um, I've been in the country. You're, well, I mean... But it was really far away. For a long time. Yeah, and you I were there for... I know that country. You were there for a long time. Hang on. This is Magic Mike on the phone. Hang on. Let's put him on the speaker. What's up, Mike? Not much, man. What's going on? Not much. Uh, we're actually recording the Reprobate Travelcast right now. You're on the show. What's that? You're on the Repro- Reprobate Travelcast right now. I'm on a podcast right now? Yeah. Any uh, Anything you'd like to say to our listeners? Yeah, I'm on a... Wait, I'm telling you, do you have any... Wait, I think... I don't think you're understanding a word I say. I'm recording live right now. You're on the air. You're on the podcast. Sweet. Do you have any uh, anything you'd like to say to the listeners of the Reprobate Travelcast? Okay, are you talking on speaker or something? Because I'm having a hard time understanding you. Hey, all right. I'll call you back, man. Okay. Okay. S- smoke weed. <laughs> I don't know what the hell this is about. That was fucking... I thought it would be cool, and well, it ended up know, not being cool. You know, one time Bob Cook called a comic while he was on stage, and they put him on, uh-huh. and he told he told his midget joke, and it was golden. So I see what you it was. A yeah, it could have gone it the was other a magic way. Moment. Damn, I wish we had a funnier caller. That was bullshit. Yeah, Bob Cook should call in. Oh, hang on. Oh, Bob's on the line. Whoa, we got Bob on the line. So What's up, buddy? Hey, Bob, how's it going? Oh, just eating some food. I'm fat. That was, that was weird. He hung up. Hmm. That didn't even sound like him. That didn't sound like him at all. Sound like <laughs> <laughs> Ecuador. All right, but up of that. That's too it's catchy. <laughs> it's too much. It's really just the only Spanish-sounding chords that I know right now. So catchy. Um, all right. Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, you could, uh, like I said before, Twitter me. 
at Reprobate2012. What was your Twitter again? It's just Summer Starud. Summer Starud, S-T-E-R-U-D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you also have a Facebook page? Yep. You could add me on Facebook, add the Travelcast uh, on your Facebook, uh, Reprobate Travelcast. And if you could, folks, do me a favor. If you like the show, get on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a nice comment, because that actually helps our visibility a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you do, I'll kiss you on the mouth. That and a happy ending. And a happy wow. ending. I'll make out with you and uh, Bang it out. and jerk one off. Yeah. Jerky one off. <laughs> Rub one out for them? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, listen, normally that would be gay, but I'm not doing it as any sexual kind of deal. I'm doing it because I want to help the show. Yeah, it's for business. For yeah. It's a workout. It's a, it's a write-off. It's a write-off. <laughs> it's what it is. So thanks, Summer. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Reprobate Travel Cast and our episode about Ecuador, you motherfuckers. Smoke weed.